Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about Better Call Saul, Season 4, Episode 1 is called Smoke. Full spoilers for the episode as always and how nice is it to be back? It's been a while. It's been over a year, uh, we've been waiting for the, the resolution to that lantern being kicked over uh, for, for quite a while. Uh, I say that every time Saul comes back but like... I always forget just how smooth it is as a TV show, how just slickly created it is, the cinematography, the way that it moves through the scenes, like... it's It's got a flow in the edit, unlike most TV shows. For a show that is, you know, a 50 minute, and it's a slow burn, it's a slow burn of a TV show, it goes in so quick. Like, it does, yeah. When it hits that end credits, I'm like, whoa, okay, we're, we're done, and whatever. Uh, so... Before we get to the main plot of the episode, though, we have to start with the black and white portion of the episode. Which is another thing that every season, I forget we have these. <laughs> and then it starts like, oh yeah, this. Yes, with Gene. Gene's his name in these, in these uh, segments. This is post-Breaking Bad. And he collapses. He has a, has a medical uh, uh, scare, if you will. He collapses at the Cinnabon. And immediately, all I could think was, wait a minute. He's determined to stay out of the, you know, the authorities. You know, not even for, you know, good bad reasons. Just because if he's on the system, if so, if he's put into like a network somewhere, people might come and find him. That's been a big thing. There's been multiple times we've seen in these scenes where he doesn't ring for help when he's locked in the in the in the garbage area. He doesn't want to like take the little, you know, when the guy was robbing the CDs and he was like, no, 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 he's just in there, officer. Just, you know. Um, he, he tries not to be noticed as best he can and he's been taken to a hospital he's, he's been worked on and it turns out there's, there's a false alarm uh, it could just be stress uh, it probably is stress given, <laughs> given how worried he is about being noticed and, and found um, and I have to say so what, what did you what did you make of the scene where he's waiting for the, the receptionist to put in his details and it's not working and it keeps like because this is the thing I knew he'd left his driver's license when he started walking away, and I smiled and went, this is going to be the next fake-out scare. It's just going to shout his name. He's going to be terrified to turn around. Yeah. It's like, oh, you forgot your driver's license, sir? And it's going to be funny. It didn't matter that I guessed it, and I saw it coming. It was still funny. Yeah. Despite how funny, unreasonably tense. Oh, very tense. Like, when really she's good. typing yeah. that stuff into the computer, and it just does the close-up on his face, just standing there, just waiting and waiting. Oh, my best. The best part of it is that one of the shots is um, it's his face over the top of the monitor. Like, you can see the edge of the monitor, and he's mm. kind of like just sitting on the monitor, waiting for it. But now you're right there with him the entire time. You're in that moment, that tense. Um, although arguably not as tense as the next part of the, uh, the this segment in the, in the taxi cab. Uh, I just have to say, though, on the receptionist... Mm-hmm. What sort of stupid idiot puts a, an O instead of a zero? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's certain times when you have to put in a code off of something and the, the code will not make it clear which it is, so you have to try both. But when you intentionally know which one you're going for, yes, I agree. Yeah. Foolish. I mean, I, I, I know they're next to each other, right? If I'm just saying, yeah. Yeah, they're pretty close, yeah. They're, they're close, but there was multiple zeros, right? I don't know. I feel like you 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 can't make that mistake that much. <laughs> I don't remember your social security number enough to tell you if there was multiple zeros. I remember thinking it at the time. Yeah, um, I actually thought it was making up as he was going along. I kept pausing because <laughs> it was it was the way he said that the last digit was four. He got to it was like he was just like this long pause like four. <laughs> I, I think he was just trying four. to remember it. Yeah, well, that's fair. That's fair. 
Uh, so he gets in the taxi cab, and it's all fine. He's still like sort of calming down from the receptionist, but he's very, very nervous. And he notices dangling the air freshener dangling is an Albuquerque one, and he immediately gets very, very nervous. And we get that shot of just the the, the driver's eyes. Um, yeah. And I actually saw someone posted. I don't know the actor's name, uh, but there's an actor. Some someone some people on the internet think it is. And I, I, I know the guy's face when they posted the image. I'm like, oh, yeah, it did kind of look like him. I mean, that doesn't really tell us anything because he's not been in the show before. It's not like he's a character that, you know. Or was he in Breaking Bad? No, no, not to my knowledge, anyway. Okay. Uh, but he's just he's just an actor that's, that pops up here or there. But um, this is tense as shit because when he starts saying, hey, I'll just get out here and, you know, oh, so it's a green light, you can go. He's like, I'll just get out here. Like, I really thought he wasn't going to be able to get out. I, I thought the cliffhanger on this little bit was going to be that, no, no, someone's taking him somewhere, and then we won't find out anymore until the end of the season. <laughs> well, That's the thing. Do we get him at the end of the season? I don't think we do, do we? It's just the start of the season. What's funny is I'm pretty I, I, sure we had the opposite debate in the finale, because we got one in the finale and then debated whether or not we got one at the start of the season. Really? Did we definitely get one in the finale? I think I, I don't re- see the last thing I remember is the lantern and it cut into credits on that. I don't. Uh, no, not the end. The start. start of the episode. Okay, maybe. Because this is the thing. I, re- I I I thought we didn't, and I'm remembering having this debate last year of, do we get? Because I think we thought we got them in both, but we only got it in one. And you know, now I'm not not actually sure. I, it confuses me every year that I just I can never remember. Because I mean, it surprised me when this one shows up. So it's not really that surprising. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to inquire into it. I'm inquiring. Inquiry. Yeah. Okay. Any luck? Nothing, nothing's telling me when they happen. It, or cause they're, they're all like, "Oh, does it take place post Breaking Bad?" Of course it does. Well, you're not paying attention. <laughs> yeah. Nothing's telling me how often. But this is the thing, though. We've had more than. We've definitely had more than. Like this is more than four, right? This is this is more. This is not the fourth time I've seen this, this timeline. No I'm way. I remember. No, there wasn't one in the there wasn't one in the last episode. Oh, you were checking. Yeah. Um, this has not been just been the fourth one, has it? I think it has. Is it really just been the intro where he went home and watched the videotape? The second one was getting locked in the the garbage area. The third one was the guy stealing the CDs and stuff. And then this one is that all it's yeah. been? Just those four? Yeah, I think so. Do you know for something there's been so little of? I feel like we've had so much more. Yeah, I think it's because they're quite extended sequences, aren't they? Like they, like this one, it goes on for yeah, longer than you'd think. So it feels like you'll get... Because you get like two or three scenes from each one rather than just one scene at a time. So it feels like you get quite a bit, even though they're concentrated into just one piece of the season. Yeah, I think we, I think we have to get more of these at some point, right? Like I think the final let's say season five is the final season. Do we get one every episode for season five? Maybe, yeah. Something like that. Something where we get a lot more of it towards the end because it has to kind of ramp up. Uh, but regardless, just, just on season five, it's nice going in knowing that we're getting a season five. Yeah, it's already been renewed. We know, and that's why I think it may be the last one because they're that's why they're saying, "Hey, they, we're Maybe. rounding this out." Yeah. Um, especially, I mean, Breaking Bad was five seasons. Well, I mean, I know they split the last one in two, so it feels it felt, still five. It yeah. felt more like six, but yeah, it was, it was five. Uh, so I, yeah, I feel like it probably will be, but you know, we'll see. Maybe they'll maybe they'll say differently uh, down the line. But so he gets out of the car, 
and he keeps looking back at the at the car. We never see the driver's face. It's just the, that again. It's the the rearview mirror shot, just the eyes. Mm. And Saul walks back around the corner, and he just has to stop and breathe. And he, you know, he looks back, and that's kind of where we end it. We end it like this is how paranoid he is now. He thinks people have found him. He thinks that because he was in the hospital and he's went through the system, that people are going to track him down. Um, and he thinks they found him that quickly as well. Yeah, yeah. Which is which is the one thing that maybe maybe you think, oh, he is just being paranoid. You know, yeah. but we're so there with him when it comes to the tension that it doesn't matter. We're just like, oh god. Yeah, it's not until afterwards where you stop and think about it. Yeah, uh, but no, up until that point, it's worth working. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Mm. No, it really is. It's so, it's so unique in the show as well. I think uh, if if we really have only had four of these, they're so memorable. They are. Yeah, every every one I can remember what happened they've got such a style unto themselves that is, is so separate from anything else that really makes them just stand out so main timeline Saul wakes up with Kim he makes her some coffee he's getting you know he's eating a giant bowl of cereal he's looking for a job I was like yeah because yeah. I was actually oh, yeah he needs to look for a job he's got a year but he can't practice law okay so yeah. he's looking for his job he's, he's circling these things um, which is a very old man way of doing it these days. Let's be honest; the, the world's moved on from circling the newspaper articles. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, this is you know, internet's not huge still for him then, right? It's it's early days. The show started in two thousand two, so I mean, yeah, I don't think okay. it's progressed that far. I mean, no, that's I feel like it was just last season we were seeing them, you know, roll out VCRs. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, especially since Breaking Bad itself only took place over like a year or something like that, maybe two years tops. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't a five-year thing. I think it was. I think it was mostly a year, and then that final half a season where it was flash forward a year was the second year. Okay, sure. Um, but yeah, the point point being is that it's that time's not moving to concurrent right. to how we're watching it. It's just more right. condensed than that. Um, so, but the phone the phone goes and he ignores it. And then the house phone rings and it's it's, it's Hamlin and Jimmy's like no no let it, let it go Kim let it go uh, if it's important they'll they'll leave a message um, and you hear him like it gets more serious and he's like it's about Chuck and then it just cuts to the the, the you know the house and the firefighters are the, all there the, the 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 wreck of the house the wreck yes what's left of the house and Jimmy's running up and he's trying to get information Kim's talking to the firemen and you know there's, there's that great after this is all over and they're sitting on the on the little bench. They're in front of the house. You can just see the remnants of the house behind them as Jimmy. Because I think for Jimmy's side of this plot, this episode, there's a lot of him just being quiet. There's a lot of him being quiet at the funeral, being quiet. You know, Hamlin's trying to like go through the obituary, yeah, the old bit with him. Um, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just abbreviate it. It's fine. Yeah. Um, and then there's there's him being quiet with with Kim, and then she's giving him the shots. All these are really nice slow t- scenes where you just you're sinking in the emotion, and you know that the entire time he's thinking, "Is this his fault? Is yeah, it his I, fault?" It's, it's probably the most subdued we've ever seen him. Absolutely, absolutely. And this has gone on all episode, and it's through every single scene with him to some extent. You know, he'll say little things here or there if he needs to, but that's about it. Mm. And it's not until the final scene of the episode where things change. And I think it's very notable because Hamlin comes to see him and he's Hamlin's like, and much like I think Jimmy's been thinking, ha- Hamlin kind of like says a lot of what I think Jimmy was also feeling is like, hey, we've seen him with those lanterns for the past two years. We know he was careful. We know he knew how to use them. I don't think it was an accident. Yeah. I think Jimmy got that far as well. Jimmy was also there with him. Yeah, he's not an idiot. I, th- I think he knew. And 
then he goes and you know so there's some other things about just before just before that happened uh, that what he confessed and he, he brings up oh you know he was being re- retired but kind of forced out and there was also the insurance thing and even though he wanted to go to war i fought him on it you know and this and this entire time it's like jimmy's looking over and it's like it's almost like he's getting closer and closer to it being more saul's fault where it's like wait it was the retire you know it was the uh, the insurance thing it was me you know pointing that out that's what sparked this that led to his death yeah until hamlin gets to the point where no no i fought him so hard i drowned him out this is my fault i feel and it almost absorbs him yes and almost immediately flip of a switch jimmy just says well that should across the bear howard and he gets up and he literally starts whistling as he starts making some some coffee or whatever. He's he's a he's a cheery man all of a sudden. Oh, which is is it's beautifully mirrored to the the start of the episode where you know he's yeah. he's listening to the to the jazz while he's you know circling making the coffee. It, it's it's like okay, he found out about his brother. Everything went dark, and then the moment he found out that he didn't have to take the blame for this, that someone else could be blamed for it, back to normal. Flip, yep. you know, switch back up. Um, and you know the look in Kim's face during it because like I think even though he's obviously was really depressed and he was really quiet throughout the episode I think through all that Kim understood why he felt that way and Kim was yeah. sympathetic and Kim was right by his side literally in most cases this moment here is the first time she looks at him in horror like she doesn't understand and like what are you doing Jimmy <laughs> what are you doing um, so because they, they, they I mean because we were quite surprised how they ended in such a good place last season because we really thought everything was going down the shitter for them by the end and it actually didn't they actually came out stronger seemingly at least yeah not this season calling it now <laughs> probably not I'm not willing to place bets though given how how sure I felt last season I'm not willing yeah, to place bets uh, yeah, but... yeah well I'm, I'm going with it I'm sticking to my guns um, but hey so now that Chuck's gone though and Chuck's dead of course um, which by the way I loved it he wasn't sure until he turned around and he saw the coroner, the coroner van yeah. driving away, and he was like, "Oh shit, there it is." It, it was a very almost a meta moment as well, because um, if you hadn't been following any of the interviews that had confirmed it, uh, you know, in the past year, it did leave it on some level of ambiguity uh, last season. There, there, there was a moment where, okay, is he definitely dead, right? Because uh, we because we never got we ne- we never got as far as seeing the body, which is you know that's that's the rule. Which, to be fair, uh, we've still not seen a body, just for the record. Well, we've not, but if <laughs> you saw a coroner van, and then, you know, same principle here. Yes, yes. But uh, it, it was a nice little moment of it, just kept it in suspense, and then if you didn't know, right, you find out at the same moment as him. Yeah. Uh, so, no, that, that worked well. Um, but his reaction to this, him, like, absolving himself, I, I think it says a lot about his character, and a lot about how he, he can't just process things. It's kind of like how the entire show... He's felt like this just warrior. Whenever he's been fighting against HHM, whenever he's been, you know, manipulating uh, Chuck's paperwork to, you know, get him to trouble, all that stuff. Even though he knows it's technically wrong, he's always seen it as, no, no, it's HHM's fault. It's Chuck's fault because they're forcing me into this by what they're doing. He never takes responsibility for himself. And we saw glimpses of him maybe trying to start starting to accept that, you know, with the old ladies, you know, when he, when yeah. he fessed up last season about manipulating them. And it kind of ruined his chances of working in, you know, elderly, elderly law again. But it was kind of a noble gesture. It was like, oh, maybe, maybe, because that's when we thought he was going really down the down the, the toilet in terms of his character. Because we thought, oh, now that he's manipulating these old ladies, it feels it feels dirty. It feels, it like, feels sketchy, yeah. yeah. But then he kind of realized that and he kind of owned up to it. And it was like, okay, well, maybe he's fighting his way back. But this, to me, is just uh, another another cycle in the pattern for him, I think, to me. 
is that as soon as he can blame someone else for it and it's off his shoulders, he does so. Yeah, I think it's really telling that he doesn't actually care about the death of his brother. Like, that's not what that's not the thing that's bothering him. It's just the the personal guilt that was affecting him. Because you know, he's still dead. He should still be mourning him. But as soon as it's not his fault, he's fine. It's like okay, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I don't know if I'd say he doesn't care about his brother's death. Or at least, I mean, maybe he doesn't now, given the, given what's happened over the last yeah. couple of seasons. I I do think you know a season and a half ago, this would have been a completely different. It would have been very different. Discussion. But given where he is in their relationship, um, you know, I, I, I think know. I'd argue he still cares. He's still shocked by it at first, but he's so relieved to not be to blame for it. You know, he he only cares enough mm. that the relief of this is completely washed. It outweighs away. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's what I'd say rather than he just doesn't care at all but yeah no, that's fair um, but no it's, it's, it's fascinating stuff so I mean that's basically all I saw stuff in this episode as, as that but it, it does a lot for his character yeah it's it's very straightforward in terms of what his scenes actually are but it, it conveys a lot yeah um, Mike of course we, we follow his plot as the, the second main pillar there's actually kind of three now because Nacho's kind of you know last season he kind of started to get his, his own plot really beyond yeah. just being part of Mike or whatever story so yeah and, and obviously he's still going here he's definitely the smallest element though of the three yeah it still feels a lot more prominent than he used to though it definitely feels like his, his own storyline as opposed to just part of Mike's or whatever you know it's yeah it's, just, it's, it's, it's definitely the C plot rather than just part of the B plot if that makes it any is, sense yeah uh, but Mike uh, gets his first check because we know that he's, he's given up his job there's a quick scene of him leaving his booth for the last time and he gets the first paycheck for like ten grand. That's his like monthly salary. To, as, as they're funneling, and he's like, this is all right. Yeah, funneling back the money that he earned and big lump sums. And then he's sitting there watching the TV, and he just can't. You know, he's cause, bored because if well, well, maybe he's bored as well because he's Mike. But because at first I wasn't sure. Like, is, does he not trust them? Does he want to check out the place that they're you know they they um are sending these money? Does he does he want to know what they're they're doing? Or is it just a case of he wants to understand what it is so that when someone asks him what his job is, he can actually describe things properly in case anyone looks into it or whatever. But ultimately, by the time we get to the end of the story, he just couldn't not do the job he was being paid for. Even though it's his money that's been funneled back to him, he can't. He just can't do it. He has to go and feel like he's earned the money. He's too honourable. He's too Yeah, that's it. That's basically it. As I say, like, where I say he's bored, I, feel like, I, I do think he is restless. He... He always oh, likes sure, to be yeah. doing something. He's he's always been the only times we see him doing nothing really are uh, when he's sat in that booth, and you know it, it's been you know the and yeah, they probably trapped killed there. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, I just I don't like the word bored because that implies he's just doing it because he wants to do something. Whereas I, I do think there's more honor in it than that. Yeah, there is. Yeah. <laughs> I think you know Mike has more honor than that. But if it wasn't this, he'd be doing something. He wouldn't sure. be just sat, like he because he could be getting paid and sat there doing nothing. But he just can't do that. He has to be doing something. So he, because it goes, because because we get this scene with this this guy we've never seen before with his kid, and he gets into his car and his car won't start, and he, he's looking for something. We don't know what he's looking for. He's just like, oh, I can't find it. Where the hell's that thing? And if he calls in, it works. I'll be late. My car's not starting. Blah blah. blah. And obviously, we know it's going to connect to something somehow. We just don't know what yet. And then it cuts to Mike waltzing into the guy's work with his ID badge. And it's, you know, and they don't look the exact same, but they're both like bald, they're both white. So it's like at a glance, you might just think that, you know, that security pass was, was his. Yeah. Um, and we get him like just walking around the offices. And he's, he's in the, the, the little break room, and there's, there's two guys debating Muhammad Ali versus Bruce Lee. 
It's a good, you know, three-minute debate they're having in the background here. And it goes on so long where Mike has to, like, get into it. He's like, wait a minute, does Bruce Lee have a gun? He, he kind of just rolls his eyes and be like, no, nah, I can't take this anymore. Yeah, no, he has to interject. Um, and, yeah, it's just really, and he signs the birthday card for some, some one of the co-workers. And it's just yeah. it's, it's this whole thing. And he goes into the, the warehouse. And actually, before we move on, just to, where do we stand on this? Bruce Lee versus Muhammad Ali. Where, 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 are, you, where are you landing on it? Muhammad Ali, I think, yeah. Yeah, I can't fault the logic. Yeah, he 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 only needs to land one punch, and that's it. Yeah, but is Bruce and Lee quick can... enough to dodge them all? Well, no, this is the thing. He's quick, and he can dodge a lot. But I think Muhammad Ali can he can withstand a lot as well, right? Oh, so sure, sure, yeah. He he can take quite a beating and he just can take wait a few for kicks. an opening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, I maybe disagree with Mike's uh, time though. He says I'll oh, be down three minutes. I don't know. I feel like it's a war of attrition. Yeah, I, I think I think uh, maybe four or five. Just wait, just just long enough to get tired enough to get one punch in. Let's be honest though. This is a superhero movie in the making. This is they team up to take on the bad guy. Uh, it is, yeah. But then and they both have to learn from each other. Like Muhammad Ali has to learn to like you know dodge a bit more, I guess, and Bruce Lee has to learn to like hit harder. <laughs> sure yeah i don't know but this is the thing though just just a bit of trivia here about bruce lee is that in enter the dragon they had to slow down the film because his punches and kicks were too fast because you couldn't see them on screen <laughs> that's how yeah. fast that man punched and kicked so it's just, just it's crazy fast yeah yeah crazy fast um and apparently the, the i mean obviously i'm sure they put it in afterwards anyway to get proper recordings of it but apparently the actual whiplash sound effect of his punches was actually like a thing like you could hear the the sound break when it's he punched terrifying. i know i know <laughs> anyway so mike is into the, the weird i'm not even sure what this company does i didn't quite catch what the what their business was they were, they were st- uh, in the warehouse they were, off- they were offloading stock right they were you know just Loading up a van almost like sending yeah, around yeah. for van. St- stock of some kind. I don't know what the stock was though, but uh, he gets a little cart and he's like driving around in his you know his vest and he's checking things. He gives some guys into trouble. You know, hey, hey, get your get your your belts Lifting on. belts. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he goes around and I'm like, okay, where's he going with this? Is it because I'm still thinking? Is he just trying to like figure out like what is out of the art? Are they shady? What do they do? And then it cuts to him talking. Or, I mean, it cuts to the the real guy is in there now, and he's got like a temp pass on, and he comes up and hands it. He's like, "Hey, I think you, this is yours. You dropped it somewhere." And then I'm like, "Where's this going?" And it cuts to him talking to the manager of the, of the place. He's like, "Yeah, like I walked in here with a, with one of your other guys' passes. No one even stopped me. You've got all these." And I'm like, "Wait a minute, he's a security consultant. He's actually doing his job." Yeah. The only thing I really like, I don't get, is you know the the in the warehouse telling yeah. them to put the the the, the lifting belts on. That's health and safety, not security. That's it just is. because he couldn't help himself. That, that, that's the that's point fair. where I'm like, no, that's just my... He can't help himself, but make sure hey, they're doing it right. Yeah, if there's one thing we know about Mike is that he likes things to be done properly. Yeah, that is, That's very exactly. much a Mike thing. And I feel like that's what that was. Uh, but I actually get this big grin across my face as I realise, no, he's actually just... He's literally just doing the job that they've said that he's doing. He's, yeah. he's been a security consultant um and he's giving this guy shit for like oh, all these things and no one even checked me i walked in here with some other guys pass blah blah you know and i'm like huh and i'm like okay i mean I, and the I, guy's I, like who the hell are you he's like yeah check with corporate check with lydia just, just yeah do that um and obviously i respected mike anyway by the way one of my favorite things about this show is when we just get like extended scenes of mike doing something and we don't know what he's doing until the end 
Yeah, yeah. We, we've said it a few times before, but yeah. it's always satisfying, isn't it, when it kind of clicks into place. It, there's something so captivating about him just going around and do, doing something with his hands. Like, he's, he's got a plan, you know, he's got a plan, and he's looking around and he's fidgeting with things. And I think f- that the most impressive thing is it's always kind of mundane looking, right? He's not doing anything complicated. Yeah. He's like, say, he's walking around, he's yeah, moving a few things here or there. But you can it's see nothing the gears. complicated. You can see the gears turning in his brain, though. You know, yeah. something's going on, and it makes it really interesting. Uh, the, the one I always go back to is when he switched the tracker on the car. And there's a moment where he's like looking through the car, and then he goes into the shop, and he, he checks the cap, and then he goes out and checks the cap again, and that's where the tracker was. And then he puts another tracker in the car, and he switches it, and like it, it was a big, you know, that was like a whole subplot one episode last season. Yeah. And the whole thing lasted, so, but it was so good because every single step of me, he kept just not quite getting it until a moment where it clicked. He went, "Oh, I know, I get it," and then it kept going, and it's like, "Oh, what's the next part of this?" Oh, no, I get it. The, the, there it, are some great, like the one where uh, you know he set up the ambush for the the, the drug van yes yeah 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 the ice cream trucks yeah yeah oh man like it just goes on and you're like what, what's going on and then you get it and then and then more happens it just keeps going yeah it's good it's good stuff and there was uh, some great music over the top of them as well yeah yeah because yeah, they're usually pretty silent you know outside yeah. of one of little one of two little lanes here but um so that, that was i mean that was mixed plot yeah so <laughs> again i think it's <laughs> It's crazy how simple the plots boil down to when you when you do break them down like this, but just how much you get out of it when you're watching it. Yeah, I, I think you know a big part of it is the directing. It's, it's how it makes yeah. it. It's, it's how the pacing of the scene, um, the unraveling of what he's doing is is really intelligent writing and directing, um, and of course that's not shortchange the performance in the middle of it, which is kind of selling the, you know, course, like I say, yeah. you can you can see the gears turning in his head. You don't yeah. get that without the actor pulling that off somehow. No, absolutely. Yeah, I wonder what the direction is on set. Hey, hey, can you uh, make the gears turn? Do you know what they do? <laughs> they just throw him a really hard maths question. Yeah, they're like, solve this. Why <laughs> in your head? Solve this while you walk around. You just sitting there going, just thinking about it. I think right before I take once, I want someone to go up to him. Right, just right before the yell action, just go up and whisper in his ear. What was it like to be in the movie where the guy yells "Diplomatic immunity" and then just walk away? Because he was in that. Yeah, I think he was in that. He wasn't. He was one of the. He was one of the henchmen, I'm sure. Which is funny because because so. Hank from Breaking Bad was in that movie. He was one of the cops in that movie. Was he? Yeah. It's oh, unlike, wow. unlike Mike, though, he looks the exact same. And he's not. He he's had that same look, same shaved head for a while for, yeah. for decades. Uh, whereas Mike did have hair once upon a time. Maybe I'm thinking that the first lethal weapon. He's definitely a henchman in one of them. Yeah, I'm sure he is. I'm sure he is. He's got hair. He looks really different, but it's definitely it's, it's Mike. He's there. Yeah. Uh, so final plot: Nacho. Nacho uh, picking up. Obviously, we have the the the, the stroke, of course. The stroke, of course, and Gus clearly knows what's going on. He's like, ah, he's looking keeps at looking him. over, doesn't he? And. It, uh, when the when the people there go, oh, right, well, you know, is is he got a history of heart problems? They're like, yeah. Is he on any medication? Oh yeah, yeah, these. And he hands it, and you just see it's just his eyes just narrow in on that. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not maybe it's obviously it's overshadowed by the the, the the black and white stuff and then and and whatnot. But there is some tension here as he tries to dispose of the the fake ones, you know, the the the, the, the poison ones, and yeah. the and the it's like it's just it's a little like bit 
there's like a hole in the grate. There's like a little grate, but there's like a little bit that's from the corner that's just been cut off. Mm. And he's just trying to slip it in. He doesn't quite get to it. And they go see the, the, the local boss man to talk about what they're going to do with Hector not being in the picture anymore. Um, and they, they bring him in and they're like, hey, you're going to be running this place. You two are going to be running his, his turf. You know, everything goes the same as it did. There's going to be a shipment. You guys aren't getting promoted. But if you do well here, it'll go, you know, your future's looking bright if you take care of this whilst he's, you know, out of action and whatever. Um, and of course, Gus is just watching him just with, with the, the keen eye. Mm. The whole time, yeah, um, and all amounts to a scene where he goes out to a bridge to dispose of the pills, and he pours them out, and he pours out everything, everything that had to do with them, the container, everything, uh, the the excess ones that he had, all of it goes out of the water, um, and I'm like, I feel like, even I would I would assume that I'm being watched all the time, so I would try and do this more discreetly, but yeah, he, he literally like does a big swing at one point and throws it into the river, and all, yeah. all I could feel is like, oh, if anyone's watching from a distance, it's very clear you're throwing things in, yeah. Yeah, all, all you need to do is just, you know, walk up to the edge, just let it go. Yeah, just let it go. Yeah, just let, let it casually slip out your hands. Just, just lean lean on the edge, and then just, just let it go. And of course, Victor is watching from afar. Um, who obviously works for... Well, he works for... Does he, does, he, does he currently work for Gus? I can't remember if he was already working for Gus last season. Someone can fill I, us in. I want to say yes, but it's been a while. It would make so sense. It, it makes sense that Gus sent him to watch as well. Gu- um, Gus wants verification of his yeah. suspicions. Yes, and if so, and we know he doesn't like Hector, so I feel like he's probably going to be a big fan of Nacho, should, should his suspicions pan out, which we know they see, will. This, this is the thing, I can see it going either way, where, yeah, he's not a big fan, but this was, you know, it's not his plan. He he doesn't like not being in control of what happened, right? Yeah, well, that's where he brings him in, because, because that's the thing with Mike, is he, he respected how good Mike was, and he brought him in, yeah. you know, offered him to be part of the system that he was running, and I think he might do the same with, with, uh, with Nacho. No, I can see it. Be the cheese to his Nacho. That was awful. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, you know what, I, 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 if I was called Nacho, I would totally get a protege and call him Cheese. I'm Nacho and this is cheese. I, I, I just have no words for this. And then if he gets a protege, it has to be salsa. And so on. And so on from salsa. <laughs> so Where do you go? <laughs> Sour cream? Guacamole? Oh, oh. There's, a whole, there's a whole line oh. of dips and stuff you can have for nachos. I can't believe we're doing this. And if you run out of dips... Uh, you start using some uh, some words that you can swap in for natural, like Dorito, for example, or I don't know. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm just saying, I think Nacho's got a lot of potential to make some good puns and um, collective naming systems with his friends and buddies. All I'm saying is, I respect that Nacho never bothered doing this shite. <laughs> just, I, I immediately like him more now. All right, well, that's the Bricky Bad premiere. <laughs> yeah, just uh, something oh, I want to as well is uh, Gus's conversation with the uh, the boss man. Oh, go on. Yeah, after like you know he 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 has a you know a little speech. He's like you know, it's only a matter of time till someone makes a move. You know now now that now that he's out of the way, someone's gonna try something. It's gonna be Gus. <laughs> uh, it, well, that's the thing. I don't know. I'm you thinking think? uh, behind. Uh, he, I can see him going. Well, someone's gonna. So it might as well be me, right? But it's a warning. He says, you know, there's going to be war. That means chaos. 
that means DEA. Yeah, they're worried about that. Yeah, it'll track the and, attention of the authorities. And I don't think he he definitely doesn't want that. So I think oh, that's sure. the reason why he doesn't want to go to war right now is it's not worth it to to bring that in. Yes, but we know from Breaking Bad though that Hector hates Gus and blames him. Uh, sees yeah. him as his enemy. So you know, obviously, we, we, he has to do something to Hector at some point. Yeah, definitely. So we're we're getting to that eventually. So no excitement, and you know we've stayed away from the interviews and stuff and whatnot because I, I know there's been teases about where season four might be going and stuff. We have stayed away from it. We'll be watching and discovering through the show itself. Uh, we'll keep it that way. So find that in the comments. I I've not seen anything since, you know, within the couple of weeks of the the finale mm-hmm. last year. Yeah, I saw some of that post season three stuff. Now the only thing I've watched uh, is just earlier today for funs. I uh, was it Variety. Vulture. I know they had the the cast, the five the five of the main members of the cast recap the first three seasons. Which even if you don't need the recap, if you remember everything, it's still fun to watch just to see them like in ten minutes like rattle through all the plot of all three seasons. Um and they have fun with it. It's worth it's worth watching. Mm, so fair enough. Let's check it out. Uh but no, uh so that is, a, that is a season premiere, so we're in for Saul for another nine more weeks. We are excited. Obviously this episode actually this review it's a little bit later than it normally would be. This is Wednesday we're recording this. Normally, we'd be getting to these reviews on Tuesday. Connor's work schedule is a little bit weird this month, so it's entirely possible that some other reviews this month might be delayed till Wednesday as well, but we'll be trying to get them to them on Tuesday whenever we can, um, and hopefully we'll be back to that on a consistent basis uh, getting into next month. So, uh, But that is, that is the current... Uh, predicament we're in so bear with us yeah. uh, for now uh, but that is Better Console Season 4 Episode 1 let us know what you thought of the episode in the comments of course if you want to support the channel these reviews and everything we do here head over to patreon.com slash TV, and you can do that over there for one dollar you can support us and keep things going um, if we can't do that though of course you can uh, watch the ads on YouTube turn your ad block off let them play that is a huge help you may not feel like it is but it actually is you can, of course, comment, like, subscribe, all the usual stuff. All of it helps. Uh, but that is it. So thank you very much once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. You can get these reviews now on the Almost Cancelled audio feed. There's a review audio feed. Uh, there'll be a link in the description to that as well uh, if you want to check that out. Because it didn't exist last season when we were reviewing them. Uh, but all the old episodes we did are up there now too. So thank you very much. We'll see you next time. Keep watching TV, guys. Have you got any vanilla? Vanilla. <laughs>